You could be willingness to learn a 10, willingness to accept change a zero. 10 times zero is zero. You're not, you're not teachable. Go home or go boating tomorrow. Like you have to be, you have to know where you're at. Hey everyone and welcome back to the What The Passion podcast. If you're listening to this podcast right now, it means that you're excited in learning and creating real change. When we started off, our mission was to bring passion back into people's hearts and tell the stories that should be heard. Our commitment to you is to help you find what you're really passionate about so you can live a happier and more fulfilled life among 100% of your true potential. With this being said, guys, let the story begin. Back at it, back on the mic for another incredible episode on the What the Passion podcast, your favorite podcast for conscious entrepreneurs and people that want to make a difference in their own life and the life of others across the globe. Today, we have a very, very special guest, a man that, um, yeah, we both know now for a longer period of time due to business and uh, we always stayed in touch and uh, stayed Especially in his Twitter vault, um, this man has an incredible, incredible, um, yeah, knowledgeable Twitter account uh, where we should all follow him because <laughs> these gems nobody wants to miss out on. Uh, it's Matt Gribley, who is a 23-year-old creative director and an incredibly knowledgeable young conscious entrepreneur who has discovered the recipe 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 for personal fulfillment in his life and is here today sharing how he transformed his life over the last years this man literally made his passion his lifestyle there we um, go. <laughs> i'm excited i gotta say i'm excited uh, this came together pretty quick and uh, i'm super happy for that i'm very very sure this is going to be a genius piece of content that we're going to create here together so matt How are you doing today? Amazing, bro. If I was doing any better, it would be illegal. Very, very blessed. How are you guys? <laughs> no, Tim, a, how are you feeling? I'm bro, I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. I'm amazing, honestly. And like you said it, I think today, 2021, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing how easily you can reach out to people and just tell them, bro, I love what you're doing. I want to re record with you. I want to get you on a podcast. Literally, what, 72 hours later, we're recording here. So I think this is the beauty of the digital age. Yeah, I'm doing amazing, bro. I'm doing amazing. Let's get this running. Let's get this running. Perfect. So we have a lot to talk about today. Just on the call that we where we connected and uh, got this got this call together, we had uh, many topics to um, to go over. And uh, now with the real show happening, uh, we have plenty of bullet points in stock. But let's let's start at the start. Tell us a little bit who you are, and um, maybe some people who are already seeing this, listening to this, um, have also seen you travel the entire world, working with people such as Alex Morton, that I am covering a lot on this podcast uh, on the yes. last 34 episodes. <laughs> Probably in like 15 of them, I uh, mentioned him as my mentor. Um, he worked with Bob Proctor, Matt, uh, and many, many other well-known successful entrepreneurs. So how did, all, how did it all start for you and what role did personal development play in your life thus far? Amazing, amazing. Well, thank you guys again for having me on this. Uh, really, really excited to share some nuggets with you guys for sure. Um, for me, bro, it just started out, I was in university, right? I was normal going to school, you know, doing the normal. I was a college athlete. I played college golf. And I just thought, okay, going to school, get good grades, let's get a good job. Like I was doing that. Um, Plan A. Right, but as a hobby, my friend had a cool camera, right? And he, we were at a, a sports a football game and he was taking photos and he went ch -ch 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 -ch, and he's like, took seven photos. And I was like, what was that? He's like, I just took seven photos. And like, this was back in 2015, 14. Like this was new to me, I'm like, wow. I want that. So it started as a hobby. I started, I picked up a camera as a hobby, started taking photos for my friends of sports, lacrosse players, basketball players, football players. Like they were just friends, they needed profile pictures. So that's how it started for me. I just, I kind of picked up a camera and just kind of had it with me. Um, it wasn't until I was 18 years old, I got exposed to network marketing. This changed everything for me. When I was 19, my 19th birthday, I flew down to Miami for a leadership convention for the company I was working with. And again, I took my camera just as a hobby. I'm going on a trip. This is the first time flying, 
business trip, you know, doing the whole thing. So wanted to capture it, took photos, and I just connected with some people. They had cameras, I had cameras, sparked conversations, started building relationships. Um, and that's where it turned from a habit into a profession was when I started seeing other people traveling, doing the camera stuff full time. And I was just, wow, this is just a hobby. I just wanna take cool photos. Um, but I got connected with some people that were really doing this on a big level and I'm like, that's what I want to do. Nice. You, you, you fell in love with the, with the lifestyle, uh, with the, <laughs> the machine gun sound of these, of these super, yeah, just super freezing big cameras. A moment. Like photography is just freezing a moment and I can go back, look at an image and I just, I can completely mm. feel exactly how I felt. I can see the sights, smell the smells. It's like that a reminder, it's a trigger for me. So that's actually why I love photography. And it's pretty cool how you said it because a lot of people, they develop their hobbies or they they always knew that they were kind of meant to do this specific thing. And I loved how we chatted last time. And I love how you said that you literally just found like a niche where people were in demand of that specific skill. And you were like, hey, why not just fucking, you know, work on it and become good at it? You know, that's pretty cool. Um, another thing that you mentioned, you said you were playing golf in college. That's cool. Wow, it's really cool. I've actually never heard someone say that they like played golf in college. Here, That's pretty cool. Here in Germany, I think it's more common in the US. Yeah, big times. Big times, big times. Pretty cool, man. No, I, I love, I absolutely love that. Um, but tell me, like, how did you get, because a lot of people, once they get into personal development, they probably know Napoleon Hill. They probably heard of, you know, the book, The Secret and so on. It's like they're, they're starting stages into personal development, learning more about yourself, about how the world works, about energies, frequencies, law of attraction, and so on. And there's always this big figure called Bob Proctor. How in the world did you get to work with yeah. him? And how did this whole business relationship get, you know, get to place? Because I would say not a, lot, not a lot of people are that fortunate to be not only encountering him, like learning from him, but as well working with him on a daily basis. Like how did that all come to play? Bob came later on, actually. Um, a lot of people think Bob was like the start of my thing, and professionally it was, but regarding personal development, Bob came later. Well, when I started in network marketing, the leader who I was working with, he said, I have an email for you. And he said, I don't know why I'm sharing this with you. I don't know why I feel inclined to send this to you, but what's your email? I sent it to him and he sent me a media I think it was a media share file is what it's called. And here you are, Your Wish is Your Command by Kevin Trudeau. And I was 18 years old and it said, you know, the whole thing, I can read it to you if you guys want, but it, the base, the last thing was, was, you know, master the basics, you'll master your life. And the way it was presented to me was like, this is it. Like, this is it. I don't know if you're ready Holy for God. it, I don't know if you're ready for it. I don't know why I'm sending this to you, giving this to you, but here it is. Um, and I took it to heart. I took it to mm. heart. I was like, this, I got it. I, I don't know what, I have it. Um, that spark went off. I, I went through the basic training and it's like, you know, I'm gonna be a master, master the basics. So I'm still mastering the basics. Like that was the foundation for me. And it Super. still is the foundation today. Super, super cool. What, what? I have a quick, a, a very, very quick question. The leader who got you the book and who tells you, or maybe the audio, um, yeah, this is, I don't know why I'm sharing you this. It's, it's a little bit secret. I'm showing this. Was the way he approached it to you a reason why you took it to heart? Interesting, because that, that would have been my, my question as well. That would have been my question as well, because, you know, especially when you're network marketing and especially when you're just starting off, everything, everything people tell you like, oh, you know what I just discovered? This is the real thing, you know, like this is the this is the, the one thing that you should be studying. But a lot of times it just turns out to be like someone's perception of how cool it actually is. So you think, do you think it was the, that strange way of how it got brought to you that triggered you? Or do you really felt an inner sense of like, hmm, All right, let's, let's follow that path a little bit longer. At first, it was how it was delivered, and then it was confirmed by the feeling inside. Nice. So who's so KT to you? they brought it to me, like, that's it. Once they brought it to me and how they said it, it made me feel a certain way, and I was like, that's it. Yes, mm -hmm. this is whatever it is, I'm following it. Beautiful, because my first mentor, I had a very similar, um, very similar experience. My first mentor had... <laughs> 
as well a book while we were at a business convention in Rome. And you probably know this gentleman as well. He was in our very first episode, Luke Hessler. And he approached me in a very similar way where he gave me actually his copy of Think and Grow Rich. And he just said, like, I don't know why I'm going to give this to you, but just take it, read it. I feel like it's going to help you. And for some reason... Uh, that started like brought the, the the stone into rolling faster and faster and faster. Um, so first of all, who is KT and who is KT to you? Let me back up. Let me digress. Shout out Luke Hessler. <laughs> so I'm put his Instagram here. Luke Hessler is the one who gave me the audio. Nah. <laughs> no way. Up. Super cool. No way. Super Luke cool. Luke Hessler exposed me to what Kevin a plug. And again, at this point, I want to shout out Luke Hessler as well, because he was not only the one who exposed me to Napoleon Hill, but as well, the one who exposed me to KT a couple of months afterwards. So I big shout think, out to I'll you, my this, man. I got to say this publicly, because I, I, I think I actually did text him this one time. I don't think another person did more for a generation in the form of consciousness and awareness than Luke Hessler. He and his desire to learn this information pulled all of us with it. His mm -hmm. curiosity took us with him. And that's where like the rabbit hole started. We wanted to know more. He wanted to know more. We wanted to know more. That's how it started. So Luke Hessler, bro, I appreciate you. Much, much, love, like much forever. love, much, 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 much love, honestly. Yeah. And I think it was really his way of how he did it. Not, not necessarily the information that he gave onto the people that he was working with, but how he presented it. He was so good at putting like emphasis on, bro, literally this, take it, study it, learn it by heart, implement it. And all of your wishes will be fulfilled, like literally. So, but from that part, honestly, it's super cool that we have this in common. I didn't know this about you. So another big point for that. Um, so uh, to answer, I could answer your question. Who is KT and what is KT and who is KT to me? Yes. Um, yes. KT is Kevin Trudeau. Kevin Trudeau is the author of an audio series, Your Wish is Your Command. That audio series is what was given to me. Um, 12 CDs, you listen to them over and 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 over again. <laughs> Once you master the basics, if you master the basics, you then get level one, level one, another level of series, audios, over and over and over until you master level one. It is until you master level one, you go on to level two, all the way up to level five. This is a process. Like, so that audio series is like what KT is kind of founded on. That's what he's known for. That's what I know him for. Um, so that's who KT is. That is his audio series that I have listened to for years now. And I still, I still study him. Still today. I think this is the beautiful thing because a lot of times it's not how fast you can go through things, but how well you can dissect it and what the, the quality out of it, what you can read between the lines is what you learn years and years after. Because now that you say it, I think KT has ever since, I think I've learned about him in 2016, I have not stopped studying him ever since. Like that's the mm -hmm. beauty of it. Um, and another fun fact, like this is the, the power of big knowledge. I've been reading a couple of, uh, like I started a book, which is as well part of a, a 10 episode book, which is written by Franz Barden. And he used to be this crazy, this crazy, crazy guy. Um, I think more than 250 years ago, who was actually able to heal people instantly. And he mastered the hermetics. He was kind of known as like a magician in, a, in, a, in that sense, like in the hermetic sense. And his books are literally written out in a way that one book has around 500 pages, but one book will last you at least for one and a half years if you study it deliberately. So it gives you 50 pages and it tells you, all right, this is stage one. You master those exercises that I've given you and we talk again or you continue reading in two and a half month time, three month time, whenever you mastered them because otherwise everything you're going to read after this will have no effect on you. And this is what I truly love about this. So um, basics, there are fundamentals and there are basics for everything in life, but what is the significance of Katie's basics? And could you break them down for us a little bit? Because I know you've been you've been loving them. I Felix knows them. I know them. You know them. For everyone that doesn't know them, what are the basics? Nice. For me, they're the foundation. They are the foundation. They're my foundation. Everything in life, personal development goes back to these basics. So what are the basics? Number one, 
most important, who do you listen to? Who do you take advice from? Who is in your ear? What are you saturating your mind with? What advice? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who's your mentor? That is the first question you have to ask yourself. Who do I listen to? The answer to that question, listen to people that have what you want, listen to people that have been where you want to go, and ultimately, do you guys know the third one? Spill it. Ultimately, you listen to yourself, your own intuition. And most people don't know that. They think that who do you listen to is the, the successful guy with a whole bunch of money. Mm -mm. Ultimately, you listen to yourself because only you know your true north. Um, yes. So that's a very powerful concept. And le well, let me quickly put a pause here. Let's, I, I, want, I want to dissect it with you as well because interestingly, uh, Felix, which episode was it that we did about who do you listen to? I think it was episode uh, four episodes ago yeah i think 31 so we did an entire episode about who do you listen to if you haven't checked it out Matt, you're going to see a lot of what you just said in that episode bro this this whole topic of listening towards yourself and having yourself as your own north that you know where you want to go is like following us the last five episodes literally <laughs> it's following us bro literally so we did an entire episode about who do you listen to and we ended up the quintessence out of it was hey literally no matter who you have right now following following in your life doesn't matter they're all just an image of your illusion start listening to yourself more than ever before because this is where the true power lays yeah beautiful felix is already falling out of his chair over here and we're only like what 10 minutes in <laughs> so this is off to a good start i love this so when was the point where you was it was it at the point when you read this that you started implementing the third person that you listen to or was it only years later when you started you know stop listening to the voices out there and started listening to the voices within uh step three wasn't until i really got around bob proctor when he under when he taught me about intuition the higher faculties that's where i reconnected it back to kt if you want to like this is me maybe i'm biased because it's what happened to me the best balance of personal mm. development is KT and Bob, KT mm. and Bob. Yeah. Listen mm. to Bob, then go a little it. bit back to KT and you'll find the commonalities. They say the same message in completely different ways. And then you'll go back and listen wow. to Bob and be like, okay, Bob just talked about the teachability index. This is, cr and that was like the perfect balance for me. Wow, wow. You know what I just found out guys? Um, I was just Googling, I was just getting on YouTube and putting in uh, Kevin Trudeau, Your Wish is Your Command, audiobook in German. There is one. There, there wasn't one for a long time, but mm -hmm. nowadays there is one since a year. It says a year on YouTube. Just 2,000 views. Nobody knows, nobody knows this. Only 2,000 German people have watched this or listened to this, and it's the only... It's the Felix, only audio. Just type in the normal one. Go to Your Wish is Your Command right now, just the normal one, and see what the regular... It has, yeah, what, 100,000 views or something on it? 100,000 views. And that's literally the reason why people... How, many, how, many is it? how much is it? Wait, 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 wait. There are, there are, there are some, some few here. This one has 17,000. This one... But there should be it's like with a like with a with a PowerPoint nineteen ninety nine Windows ninety five version. And we got another CD. Oh wow! They took them down. One thousand. Oh no, mm -hmm. they didn't. Seven hundred. Okay, seven hundred eighty three thousand. That's fine. Almost a million. That makes me feel better. But if but if but if you think about it, I think around yep. three three years ago, I checked once. It had less than like two hundred k or something like that. So only slowly people are trying like starting to tap into that knowledge and i find it so incredible that we're doing an entire episode about this because i want people to learn about this stuff i want them to like discover for themselves the beauty of um you know this entire magical stuff so number one is who do you listen to what was the next big step in the number two of life? number two is the teachability index the teachability index is broken up into two parts it is your willingness to learn multiplied by your willingness to accept change. So if you're at a seminar, if you're on YouTube, if you're learning information, your willingness to learn is a 10. You're sitting here, right? You're reading the books. You're like, I want to learn the information. So your willingness to learn is a 10. However, you may say, 
okay, that's a good concept. Yeah, it's not for me. Or you may push it away. Your willingness to accept change, your willingness to accept the new idea may not be a 10. So the teachability index is the idea of getting your willingness to learn at a level 10 and your willingness to accept change at a level 10. You have to be in the mindset of, I want to learn this information. I'm willing to change my current habits. I'm willing to change my current thought patterns, my current routine, the people I'm hanging out with. I'm willing to make these changes for what I want. Um, so it's based on a number. You could be willingness to learn a 10, willingness to accept change a zero. 10 times zero is zero. You're not, you're not teachable. Go home or go boating tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be, you have to know where you're at on a teachability instant. I believe I'm a 10. I'm an excellent student. I am forever a student. I am mm -hmm. willing to learn. I'm willing to accept change. I am very, very teachable. And you guys are as well. 100%, because we're, we're not only willing to accept change, but we're willing to risk for the better good as well, for the knowledge that we will learn. I think sacrifice has a big, I mean, sacrifice is always being dramatized a lot, but I think sacrifice is like willing to give up something now for the better good and receiving like working around the long-term benefits that growth and knowledge will reap. And I, I remember clearly when I started with this whole KT, um, I think it was really a routine, a habit that I was going through daily. I realized that my willingness to learn was a 10 out of 10, like big times. I was like obsessed with this kind of stuff. But I realized too that the fruits that I was reaping, they were not really as powerful because I was not really willing to accept any change. And only when you start shifting into the, yo, so what, what is my current, my current routine, my current habits, my current way of living, really benefiting my long-term growth? It's not that well, it's not that good. So the moment when you start then to say, yo, I'm going to give up the parties, the bad friends, the bad influences, the, the bad habits and start replacing them with, you know, success enhancing thought enhancing and personal growth enhancing habits and routines everything started to change and definitely i would say we three are definitely a 10 out of 10 but again the every time you say that i'm a 10 out of 10 you know do you go back to zero does exactly. that statement make send you back to zero exactly what's, what's left i mean i'm also i'm also here um assuming and pretty much knowing that I'm a great student and I'm a good follower, which makes also us a good, me a good leader. But saying I'm a 10 doesn't give any space left. But um, everything you do, Matt, this is kind of my, what I see, what, what, what like my, my assumption from, from, from you is like everything you do has a reason. This is kind of when I, when I think about McRib, I think about doing things with a reason. Uh, why do you say a 10 out of a 10? Is, is there no space left of being even more teachable? No. Okay, so there's a quote. When you, when you get to, what is the quote? Go as far as you can see, and when you get there, you'll see further, right? So mm -hmm. I get my teachability index to a, a you know, 100. I'm as teachable 100, right okay, now. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, what's the next step? What's the, you like reset, okay, now I need to be teachable for the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe you're just always teachable. Maybe I, exactly. I don't know. That's a, that's a good but question. But still, saying I'm a ten out of a ten is great. It's also a great affirmation for yourself, knowing that you're a great student. It's it's great. But then again, Socrates came in and he said, "The only thing that we know for certain is that we know nothing at all." And I think this is so important because once you set your 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 barrier, your your roof, it's very hard to break through. It's very hard for like room for growth further. Okay, so the second one is teachability index. So I think for everyone, practical use right now is just like literally make two lists and rate yourself out of a scale of one, one out of 10 um, for both and then multiply both and see what number you get out of 100. And this will determine where you maybe need to improve a little bit more. And be honest to yourself because if you rate yourself a 10 out of 10, but you're still at the same spot as let's say two, three years ago, obviously something is not working out the right way and you're not being truly honest to yourself. So be honest to yourself and try it out for yourself. So Basic number three. Basic number three is the training balance scale. The training balance scale is a scale. On one side of the scale is the attitude, the motivation, the thinking, the vibration, the dream, the why. On the other side of the scale 
is the technique, the skills, the action steps, the strategies, the how. What the training balance scale says is that 99, he says 95, I change it to 99. Mm -hmm. 99% of success is the why. 99% of success is the attitude, the thinking, the motivation, the vibration, the dream, the why. Only 1% of success is the how, the techniques, the skills, the doing, the action steps. So that just really gets you to think, wow, proportionately, I need to work on the why aspect way more. 100%. And I think the reason why you're saying 99, didn't Bob Proctor say as well that he put it in a, in a similar perspective and he said that 99% of like in here, the why, and only 1% is actually the how of how you do things. I think that's so, so super, so super important to understand. Um, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Felix, how did things turn out for you? I mean, when you were, when you were working towards, towards your, your chairman 10, you, you told this story like a trillion times already on this podcast, but I love bringing it up again, because this is truly the, this is truly the, the real time manifestation of you hitting chairman 10 was literally, you had a thought in your mind. You didn't let go of that thought. You didn't know how you were going to achieve it, but you were so sure about it that eventually it came apart out of like thin air it just happened right the how yeah the how i didn't even care about the how i knew it's going to happen i didn't even think um below um talking about uh the the comp compensation plan in our company i didn't even thought about the two thousand dollar a month position mm -hmm. i didn't like the, the, like the, the the first like little checkpoint was p5 mm -hmm. and uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't even um, look around before i get there mm -hmm. so yeah in the end everything f fell to place um, at this, at this time, the, the, everything went right. And, uh, one of the reasons was because I didn't really think about the, how it, it just happened. hundred percent. It just happened. hundred percent. I got on the frequency. I got on the frequency <laughs> by being around the people who are on the frequency. I got on the people by lev leveling up. Um, Kevin Trudeau was also a thing that I, uh, got to understand more and more and more. This was a time like this run, um, bless you was the time my girlfriend just sneezed uh, was the time where i was where i was doing like so so i was so addicted and i'm still addicted towards um learning and learning and learning and learning and there was no time no night when like i told this on, on one show when 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 richard alex and me went to the hotel back then on our runs to sometimes sleeping the three of us in, in a two-bedroom apartment like like you, you, you got to do it somehow, like travel. And it's when you're not, not on these big ranks, it's too expensive. And uh, we didn't fall asleep. And when I wanted to sleep without having in like David and Moniti, Chairman Blueprint running, like he would, he would tell you, are you, are you stupid, bro? We, we, we can't take eight hours of rest without having something running. Like it's, there's no way. Big times, <laughs> big times. When was the first thing that first time for you, Matt, that you realized the importance of the 90, 99 to one? percent scale like when was the first time that you really realized all right actually it's not really what i do but it's rather like how i think about it and how i project it first of all after i manifested my first thing consciously mm. after i did it consciously i was like okay that's it it worked dope 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 dope, dope. yes and i think the basic number three in combination with basic number four that's really where the, where the juicy the juicy part gets like very interesting, don't you think? Uh, why don't you break us basic number four? Because this is truly where I started to accelerate my personal speed um, in how I learned things. So why don't you break it down for us? Basic number four is that there's four levels of learning. Um, when you learn anything, you first start at unconscious incompetence, meaning you don't know what you don't know. Um, there's information you don't even know about it. Um, you, you just, you're ignorant. Like ignorant, people think ignorance is rude. Like they're rude. So ignorance is not rude. Ignorance means not knowing. I'm ignorant on how to cook. I'm ignorant on how to sew a dress, whatever. Like I don't know how to do that. And I, I plan to stay, Bob always says this, I plan to stay ignorant in those aspects because I don't care to learn those kind of things because I want to learn what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So understand you're unconsciously incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. The next level is conscious incompetence, meaning you know that you don't know, meaning somebody brought it to your attention. You heard it on a podcast, you read it in a book, you're now 
aware of it, like conscious incompetence, meaning like it brought it to your attention. So this is pretty much the stage where our listeners right now listening to this are right now. Yep. Yeah, you're sitting here like, wow, the four basics, never heard of it. I was unconscious, competent. I had no idea, incompetent, sorry. I had no idea about these basics. You know, Matt, Tim, and Felix are talking about this stuff. What is it? Now you're at conscious incompetence. Now you know that you don't know. There's information out there that may change your situation, but you don't know what it is yet. Mm -hmm. The next step is conscious competence. This is when you're reading the books, listening to the audios. You know what you're doing will give you those results. You're consciously doing the actions to consciously get the results that you want. Now, the fourth level, the fourth stage of this is where you wanna get to. This is mastery. This is when it's called the flow state. This is when it happens automatically. This is the level that we all want to reach and achieve with anything that you do. It's unconscious incompetent. You're doing it automatically because you have done it consciously so many times. If you drive home right now, you're not sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I have to turn right, then I have to drive to the stop sign, I have to stop at the stop sign, I have to go to the next stop sign, I have to wait three stop sites, then I have to, no. You're sitting there listening to music, driving home. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you've done it so many times consciously, it's just automatic now. Mm -hmm. So those are the four levels of learning that you go through. Number one, unconscious incompetence. You don't know anything. You don't know what you don't know. Number two, conscious incompetence. You know that you don't know. The third level, conscious competence. You know that you know. And then the fourth level, unconscious incompetence, or sorry, un yeah, unconscious competence, it happens automatically. Which is called, Which AKA, is called the flow AKA the state. flow state. The you flow state, to to it happens automatically. Cristiano Ronaldo kicking the, um, kicking the penalty. He's like, he's not thinking, he's like, He's just like flipping the ball, um, making his cross, and then he's going a few steps back, and this is happening automatically. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I learned this, like the greatest example for me was for people to, who were listening to this for the first time right now, um, lacing up the shoes. <laughs> As a kid, you started to really take care of, okay, I have to take, like, and make a... a A bunny uh, ear bunny and then ear, uh, go ear. through it. Yeah. And then nowadays, <laughs> right. And now you just tie your shoe. You're just, you're, as you're walking, like you're hopping down the street, tying exactly. your shoe, like, wait up guys, wait for me kind of thing. Like, well, I, th I think, awesome. I, th I think where it's even more incredible and actually impressive. I don't know, Matt, if you have a driving license and if you drive, but literally um, driving is sometimes really scary. You get into the car, you're, you're thinking about something, you're daydreaming. And all of a sudden you wake up out of your daydream, you thought about, I don't know, whatever, aliens or about what you're going to eat for lunch or what you're going to do. <laughs> and all of a sudden you, you arrive 30 minutes later at home and you're like, dude, how did I just get here? It's like, it's been 30 minutes driving, I, mm. you know, manual cars, you got to clutch, you got to do so many things, got to pay attention to rules. You just do it automatically. It's so scary and impressive at the same time. And just imagine if you could do this with manifestation or attracting things or your business flow or you editing videos. Like for you, I can imagine if you're editing videos for you, you don't have to think anymore. Okay. Maybe this scene right now, just take a little bit flow state, lower you know, flow. You're in the flow state. Tuck, 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 C, it's done. T, cut, delete, move, add, like smooth. So yeah. now comes the big part because we all know now that this, the flow state is because we talked about it with Emmanuel last episode. This is the place where you want to get into. How do you get into it? How can you get into this flow state? How can you, how can you become um, this automatic doer of things? Like, is it literally just repetition and it happens naturally? You can't even control or perceive it properly as it happens? Or is there any way that you can get into this state? This state. Great question, great question. There are ways that you can improve on the flow state. What, and I can just speak from experience. Mm -hmm. I can speak, speak from what I've read and what I have applied from my readings and the results that I've gotten. So that's, that's what I'm speaking from. Meditation, being mindful and cutting distractions 
is one of the best ways to stay in the flow state. You can get in the flow state. Mm. You consciously do something, you can enter the flow state. It's when the distractions hit you, it's when the phone dings, it's when the, the door opens, it's when the distraction hits you that you jump out of the flow state and then you go and do something else. Mm-hmm. So it's super, super important. No, no, understand that like you enter the flow state. It's just you don't stay in the flow state. Um, so for me, staying in the flow state is number one, defining like I have my routine. I know what I have to do, when I have to do it to achieve how I want to feel every single morning. Mm -hmm. I'm in the flow state. I don't even know what I'm doing. It's just happening in the morning. Um, It's because I've done it so many times. Now, if something happens in the morning and it takes me away from that and I'm distracted by that, I'm out of the flow state. So Mm -hmm. it's when you start the flow state is when you want something, you consciously and deliberately create it and attract it into your life, you, you get what you're desiring, and then you're like, yes, this is what I want next. And then you set another goal, and you know that's on its way. And then the next thing, and that's on its way. And it's just, the better it gets, the better it gets. I love how you're saying that meditation or pretty much eliminating the distractions, that's like the real superpower. Um, Would you have thought about yourself? I I can imagine the answer is going to be no, because not everyone got raised in a household of like Zen Buddhists and meditation has been with them ever (laughs) since they were a child. Um, Don't you think it's crazy that when you realize that meditation, calmness, silence, silencing the mind that's actually the real superpower, not anything else that you can do out there. Like, don't you think that this is really the the cool part about, or the incredible part about, yo, I can just sit down, calm, focus on one thing, one thing only, eliminate everything else, and all of a sudden, I flow. I do. I have, a, I have my, my routine. I love your routine, by the way, and we got to talk about that a little bit later because I love watching your stories. Man, this is going to take a long time. (laughs) Ah, sun gazing in the morning, you know, right at the beach. I think that's so incredible because it connects and has so special powers every single day. For me, that's reading. Like no matter what, since years now, the first thing that I do when I get up, get myself a coffee, bulletproof coffee, sit down, no matter where I am, literally no matter where I am and read. And while reading, it's just like I'm flowing and starting my day perfectly. Like that's for me, my flow state, like getting into it and working around it. Um, Bro, that's really, really beautiful. Um, And I think flow states is something that a lot of people subconsciously, a lot of successful people subconsciously are constantly in, but they don't even know that they are because it's something that you don't really reflect upon. That's crazy. They don't need to, as as long as they um, create create what they want to create do what they want to do and get the results they want to get. They don't even need to know that it's called flow state. I used to be in flow state before I knew that flow state even exists. Mm-hmm. And most probably some of the people listening to this right now are also like, ah, this is flow state. Okay, this just came to me. This just completely came to me. So KT says there's only two reasons why you don't get what you want or why you don't have what you want. Number one, you're not putting the right frequency out. Or number two, you're doing something to block it. So if we're talking about the flow state, and I keep thinking of Bryce Thompson because Bryce Thompson always talks about the flow state as well. He like, <laughs> it, it hit with him and like he absorbed yeah. it. He internalized this flow state idea. Um, no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> but it, it just came in and I think it's important that you had to express it. <laughs> yeah, but but you're right. And and he's a, he's a great example. What Bryce Thompson has created in the last few, in the last two years is... Uh, has has absolutely set new highs and new standards in the whole industry. And you're right, he, he's talking about riding the wave. And um, when you are in that flow state that you just continuously are in it. And I I would like to spend time with him. Like I would I would like to know how like how, how what he's doing, how he's doing it. Uh, Bro, it's I mean the cool thing is is that we're running a podcast, so we can just shoot a message and get him on a podcast and talk to him about it. What do you Not think? A bad idea. What do you think, bro? Maybe that's the next step. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. Now what, yeah, what did you want to say, Matt? Ask and allow. Ask and allow no resistance. So 
that's the idea of being in this flow state is you ask for something, cause and effect, the universe returns it to you. You have to allow it. If you're in the flow state, you're in a state of allowance. There's no blockage, there's no restrictions. So like you manifest what you want. So you mm -hmm. allow it in and then you ask again and then you allow and then you ask and you allow. And this is the flow state, this asking and allowing. But I, th but I think this is where the law of correspondence kicks in as well because if you imagine this pendulum, there's always certain kind of resistance that you have to naturally get out of the way to get what you want. Like this flow state only works if you know nicely how to pivot around or just let release and let go, surrender to whatever is coming. Just know it will pass. And then you can accept. I think that's, I think the laws of the universe, like they work so precisely together every single time. Beautiful. Um, but I want to get to the last basic, which is pretty much the most important one out of all of them. What does Katie say about the, the fifth and Here's one? the kicker. The average person would say, what last basic? And that's when you know. Exactly. That's when you know. Exactly. The last basic, the most important basic, yes. the most overlooked basic. Yes. Master the four basics. <laughs> Master <laughs> the four basics. That's the ma that's the basic. And, and this is the key which separates literally 99% by 1%. They're like, oh, but duh, it makes sense. You know, of course I'm obviously doing that, but are you truly? Are you truly internalizing what that sentence just means? Are you truly making sense of that? Like it's not only reading them and getting to know them a little bit, it's mastering. The basics. Studying and mastering, yeah. And we have the living legend in front of us who actually just is still in the process of mastering these basics over and over and over again. Amazing, man. Yeah, and has created, obviously, already the life. Like, would you say, Matt, at the point where you're right now, you created um, the life that you dreamed of um, six, seven years ago? Or do you, you, you probably still have a lot to come, but um, at the point right now, um, are you happy? That's such a deep one. <laughs> I know, I know. It the is. Life, the lifestyle that I have been fortunate to live the past seven years has been out of something out of a movie. Yeah. It has been beyond anything I could have ever imagined, right? When you're younger, you, you want the lifestyle. You want the nicest, the biggest, the best. You want that. You don't know how you're gonna get it. You don't know if you're gonna get it, but like when it starts to happen and you're like, wow, this is happening and it happens at a young age. Yeah. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. And now at this point, like, I'm not gonna say I've done it because I haven't done any everything, but damn near done everything. Traveled 30 countries, all of the world, private jets, chauffeurs, drive food, like whatever. <laughs> like we've, we've really lived a great lifestyle. And you know, I'm only 20, you said 23, I'm 25. Um, I'm 25 only just getting started. But now it, it's not about me. You know, something happened probably a year ago where I really transitioned. I was like, I'm good. I've seen it all. I've done it. I've experienced it. I felt the joy. I felt the emotions. I know what this feels like. Now I want other people to feel this. Now I want other people to like understand the information, apply the information, get results and like go be free as well. I'm not free right now. I'm not free in the capacity that I want, that I will be in the next few years, but we're getting so, so close. And now it's about <laughs> empowering others. That's why I'm, I love nice. doing these podcasts. Thank you for answering. Yeah, now it's about empowering others and just sharing this information and just being like, this is what I did. This is what it did. I multiplied my income by 35 since learning this information. Take your income right now. If you're on this Yo. podcast, multiply it by 35. That's what this did over a five, probably a four year period for me. So that is the power of this information. And that's absolutely crazy. Um, and I think it's a beautiful point for transitioning over because the next yes. question that I would pop right after this, gratitude, the power of gratitude. What does it mean for you? Why is it important? When was the first time that you realized that actually being grateful for what you have, what you will have, what you had, what you didn't have, when was the first point when you realized like this is, This is the real key to having more 
just understanding where you're coming from and what you have. 19 years old, read my first like real personal development book, Ask, and it is given by Jerry and Esther Hicks. Abraham talks about the rampage of appreciation. That was when it clicked for me. Like I read that and I was like, wow, I love it. And then I read it again and I was like, this is it. And then I read it again and I'm like, this is it. Um, that was it for me. Like rampage of appreciation, asking it is given. That was my first exposure to gratitude. Then you do more research and find out that gratitude and love are the two highest emotions, highest vibrating emotions that you can experience. So if you've never experienced what like true love is, not many people have, they may think they have, but like real true love is such a high vibrating emotion and so is gratitude. So. I haven't really felt, maybe I have, like that love, love of that like true emotional through my core type of love, but then there's that gratitude where it's just, I am so grateful, it hurts to the core. I've experienced that feeling and I know what that feels like and when I found out that gratitude and love are the two highest emotions, highest vibrating emotions you can experience, that was, that was it for me with gratitude. Man. I think we all share this that we that we uh, that we uh, do uh, gratitude exercises in the morning. I think this is what combines everybody of us, and I think everybody on this podcast already should do because this is such a small and simple thing to do, and it's had such a big impact on my day every single day to mastering my my day, to mastering my week, to mastering the month, the year. It all starts with gratitude. And, Listen uh, to this quote. It says. The entire process of mental adjustment and atonement can be summed up in one word, gratitude. The entire process of mental adjustment, meaning if there's chaos in your life, mm -hmm. if there's any weird feelings, you're just, I don't know what to do, what to think, where I'm at, what's going on. Mm -hmm. The entire process of mental adjustment and atonement can be summed up in one word, gratitude. Gratitude will bring you back to that that center. Because if, if we're already at the, the spicy spiritual talk about <clears throat> talking about the, how the universe works, you know, if you really understand that actually you are all in all is one, there is no other answer, but gratitude towards that. Because if you feel that everything that's happening, it's not happening to me, it's happening for me. I'm creating everything around me, my daily, my, myself, my body, my, my day-to-day -day actions, who I'm meeting, who I'm spending time with, what I'm creating, what I'm manifesting. You are all living through it in a constant, in a constant flow. Not being grateful is kind of like disrespecting your own identity, your own existence in a certain way. Like in this, people do it way too rarely. They're saying like, oh, the world is shit. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. Well, but Think about what what's actually good. Like think about what you can actually be grateful for. And the gratitude exercises, I only learned the power of that last year. That has changed everything in my life. And actually a key from my side, I don't know if you realize that too, but for me to get into that flow state is for me to be in a constant state of gratitude. Whenever I practice gratitude, I instantly teleport into the state of flowing of just doing and for some reason, funnily speaking, call it coincidence, call it literally the way that the universe works. Every single time I'm grateful for what I own, for what I have and for what I'm doing towards the process of, you know, the goal that I want to achieve, it accelerates. It comes faster than I could per possibly imagine and it comes in many more different ways that I could possibly have asked for. Gratitude is so big um, and I know that you... I mean, the words, thank you, thank you, they, I think that means something to you as well. Feel good now means something to you. Tell us a little bit about your project that you started years and years back and how it's actually all linked together in a certain way. Um, tell us about and the when, feel good now. And when, and when the next cool, when the next drop is happening so we can cop some. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, again, the rampage of appreciation, bro. When I, because I started doing it. Like I'm that person, when I get something, I do it. Like I... When they say write out your goals, like I write, I grab a pen, I write the goal out. When they say speak this affirmation, I speak the affirmation. I'm like that guy. Mm -hmm. um, so when this whole rampage of appreciation thing came in, bro, I'm walking around. I'm like, thank you for that bench. Thank you for this water. Thank you for that camera. Like I do that, right? 
so I was thinking, how can I get other people to think the same way? Mm-hmm. Create triggers, create a pair, and it came out, out of apparel. If I was wearing a shirt that said, thank you, thank you, thank you, you're looking at me saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. You don't even know it, but you're thinking of gratitude in some way, shape, or form. And you're, you have no idea how many times I've been stopped in the airport because I always, that's my travel hoodie. How many times mm-hmm. we get stopped in the airport about that hoodie? Where can I get that? I love your hoodie. And then the, you know, the, the, the best one is the flight attendant. They always hit me with, thank you, thank you, thank you for flying with us today. And I'm like, hey, you're welcome. Like they hit oh, me with Oh bro, that. that's so good. Um, where, can, where, so, can people, where can people get that apparel? Is it still available? And where can I get my fair share of it? Because I would love to have the phone case and the hoodie. That's all awesome, bro. bro. I would nice. love to. Nice. Well, you guys, you guys are family. Send me your, send me your, uh, send me your address, and I'll have some stuff sent out to you guys. But for everybody listening, feelgoodnow.com. 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 That's definitely the way um, to go to. And bro, I absolutely love the talk. I absolutely love the talk that we're having so far. We're like 50 minutes in. And it feels like we haven't even touched base of what we really wanted to say, right? It's like so much left. Um, another tricky question from my side. And Felix, maybe maybe you want to read it out? Because I know I've been taking like a big fair share of like this entire conversation because I just love the vibe. And I love that we're coming from a similar, a similar start, Matt. Um, but Felix, the question right after gratitude, do you want to read it out to Matt? Of course, of course. <clears throat> So Matt, what do you think is life's biggest secret? Man, it's such a tough question. What's life's biggest secret? And do you think that there is a one answer to this question and sense of understanding um, or a lesson that can make all other questions insignificant? Like, is there, is, is there an answer what the biggest secret is? You tend to put it down to the basics. Like you can, you can put immense, like, crazy topics put it into some small sentence and small words it's a it's a big strength but can you can you do this like what's the what's the secret of life what's life's biggest secret my understanding of the purpose of life of all this is to gain an understanding of who and what we are so much so that we become ascended masters and we ascend past this physical realm of like the physical. Um, that is my understanding of the purpose of all this. And until we understand that, we will keep coming back in other physical forms until we learn life's lessons, until we provide the value, give, like until we become that person, that ascended person of consciousness, of awareness, Then we, then we leave this physical plane. I personally think the physical, the physical plane, yeah. world that we're the in, physical plane, yeah. the physical plane is like, you haven't learned the lesson yet, go back. You haven't learned the lesson back, go back. And you keep coming back until like you're a good person, like until you, you know, meet your day. That's my yeah. interpretation of it. Become an ascended master. What okay. what I love because this 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 is different. This is I would say um, the split in culture between a European and American culture. I see you wearing a cross, and I we I know we had this this exact conversation with Luke in our very first episode. So going back seven months now, where do you think God comes into play here? Where, why, why do you think it's so important? Because Luke always quotes from the Bible. Luke always says, you know, the, the Ten Amendments, they're like the, the path to follow. Do you think there is a certain kind of connection between our life's purpose, what we have to learn, the lessons that you talked about, and those guiding rules that somebody has given us through the big book? I have to be careful. I don't like speaking mm-hmm. on religion. I, I really don't. Um, My un- this is what I believe. No matter the religion, every, every religion has their rules, has their guidelines to live by, to abide by. And they all kind of go back to the same idea. So I, Catholicism, Hindu, Buddha, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, there are those rules that, that each religion goes back to that they believe in these ideas, these concepts, these beliefs that they accept as their own. 
I'm not saying one's better than the other, but if you compare them, there are so many similarities between them. So everybody has their own beliefs. I, I believe in a higher power. I believe mm -hmm. we are guided by something much bigger than us, 100%. Yes, yes. that's what I believe too. Interesting. That's and what we all believe. You know, ask you know, your question, Tim. Ask it. I can see it. I can see yeah, it. Yeah, you have a question. God damn it. No, because I'm because I'm thinking because what we always <laughs> say, and I actually I actually love this much much more because if we always have to put ourselves in the shoes of our listeners as well. Like, just imagine you have never heard of KT, you never heard of any of those life secrets, and all of a sudden, you're like you're really being put into that stage of okay, now I fucking know that I don't know. Um, how far can you take someone in that stage, right? So I'm thinking maybe this part of the conversation because I love talking about um this type of stuff where it's a little bit into the interpretation of one's perception of reality like how far can we go if you think that we are being uh, guided by something much much higher do you think we are being guided by much much something much much higher or a part of us which is this highest part is guiding us through the lenses that we are perceiving right here right so do you sorry sorry b B. The second, the second one. Yeah, <laughs> we are being guided by something through us. Like a higher power is us. We are that. It is operating through us. We need to tap into more of it to allow that perfection into us. Is it? Like, is it by 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 being aware of the higher faculties? Yes. I just wrote it down. Yes, you have to know that about this stuff. Yes, like again, this is what I, I'm going back from. What Bob taught me, like. Spirit is perfect. Spirit is, there's a spiritual perfection within each of us. Mm -hmm. We don't know about it yet, but through, you know, through increasing our level of awareness about this spiritual essence within us, we tap into it. We become one with it. We become, you know, an understanding, a greater understanding of this. And that's when we become enlightened. That's when we think of these amazing ideas why spirit is perfect spirit is the right answer but we deviate we have our paradigms we let our friends tell us whatever but spirit is perfect and always here it's when we return to spirit when we return to god when we return to ourselves essentially mm -hmm. that we keep going forward it's always those distractions and those deviations that take us away And Napoleon Hill, because I'm currently reading, I think for the fifth or sixth time, Outwitting the Devil. Napoleon calls it... The you're not reading it, you're, you're studying I'm it. I'm studying it as always. And Napoleon calls it the other selves. You know, the little things in your mind that either want the best for you or either the worst of you. And I, I read something in a book, um, in one of the books of Franz Barden, you know, the principles of hermetics. And it's really beautiful. Um, maybe you resonate as well with it, Matt. The concept of I am has been broken down and has been first taught about it in the Bible, where God spoke through Moses to the burning bush, like I am that I am, right? Like this is my name. Um, this is what what you shall present me as. The I am essence has been broken down in that book even further where it says the I, the M is obviously the being, the, the physical manifestation through the lenses of what we are perceiving. The I has been even split down into an I and a me. The me being that little seed in ourselves, the, the conscious part of ours, the thinking part of ours, the operating, the contemplating, the ego, the mind, um, everything that we perceive through our conscious lenses. This is the me part in the I and concept. And the I, because I is being broken on I and me. Me is being the conscious. I is being the subconscious observer, observing the me part manifesting itself through the M. So this is like the power of who we really are. We are truly just vessels that are being powered by spirits that are walking on this planet and fulfilling a certain purpose that feels like it's, honestly, if you say that your last couple of years felt like a movie, well, everyone that's somehow waking up feels and experiences the same thing because all of a sudden it feels like everything that happened seemed like it was meant to happen I feel it's sometimes even um, funny or intricate thinking about it, that am I really experiencing this or is this just a movie playing? Like, what is it, you know? There are times, and you'll know when those times happen because I post it where it says, <laughs> this is a simulation. Welcome mm -hmm. back to the simulation. Like, in those times, bro, it feels like you're completely guided by something else. Like, it's just not 
me. I said, bro, there's times where I'm like, I'm not driving. It wasn't me. I did not. I don't know where this came from. I did not. It wasn't me. I promise you. I remember saying that to some people. Um, it's real. Things like that is real. You are in the passenger seat. It is when you accept the role of the passenger seat and you allow that driver's seat to, you know, hit the gas pedal that you just go. Yeah. yeah. Most people are not in the driver's seat yet. And you already managed the level on getting not the drive, not managing how to drive in the driver's seat and sitting awesome. and being the controller of your life, but being the passenger. This wow. is like the next level. That's mm -hmm. such a good visual, bro. That yeah. is great. Yes, yes, yes. Easy, guys. This is, um, <sighs> man, we could go for days. We're already in for over an hour already. Like we're closing in for an hour right now. We haven't even touched the higher faculties, which is another... <laughs> Absolutely insane topic that uh, I haven't talked about with anybody in the last, I don't know, two years when I discovered it. It was super, super interesting for me. I kind of studied it, and uh, but I would love to talk about with, with this about this with you again. Um, maybe a round two, bro. If you if you're down, uh, I would definitely get on a second round and yeah, sure, get of deeper, course. get deeper. Because this is awesome. This is the beauty of having a podcast and just deciding That's for great. yourself what you want to give to your audience. We definitely gonna have a part two because every single person that we had an interesting conversation with, we said to everyone. We, I mean, we had two rounds with Daniel Schuler. No, two rounds, three rounds. I'm not even sure, but you know, with him, it's just so much fun to talk about. Same thing with you. We could go for hours and hours and hours and hours. We could do like a Joe Rogan type of experience where you have like four <laughs> hours of, yeah, of just bro. like mind blowing topics. Didn't even get about and the then Bobby smoking and Tesla stocks falling and everything. Hundred percent. Well, maybe, maybe hopefully, hopefully soon, hopefully soon, we even get to come out to Miami and record like a proper episode with you. Wow, uh, that would be amazing on the spot. And we can do everything cool, everything, every cool thing that you said before, Felix, that Joe does in his podcast episodes. Just. You know, enjoying <laughs> the vibe. Um, no, but I really, really, really thank you, Matt. I have one more question, yes. though. One more Go question ahead before but, I. Okay, before you close it out, you can yeah, you close it. Oh, Matt, we interrupted. We interrupted you. I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And that's, <laughs> and that's the best answer. One more question. Um, what um, when people see your stories on Instagram, sometimes, sometimes once a week. You show how you put some notes down and you always say blue ink on white paper. What's behind that? You always use the blue ink and type and write it on paper. He's showing it to the lens right now for everybody who's not seeing it right now. Notebook and blue pen. Why? I get asked this question multiple times per week. I don't know is the answer. <laughs> KT told me to. <laughs> My teachability index is a 10. KT said, write with a blue ink and white paper. I said, okay. And that's what I did. I don't need an wow. explanation. So. It's an, like, this is it. This is, this is, this is <laughs> nailing the question down to the, like, you, I live you, it. you student, you accept it. it. What he says it's right. I don't, I don't need to care. I don't, who cares why? The guy who has the results that I want is telling me to do something. I'm not questioning nice. it. I'm going to do it. You should too. That's it. Nice. <laughs> That's Let's it. go. And this is, I would Let's say, a, blue pen. a perfect wrap up for this episode. Matt, quickly, before we leave you, where can people find you and how can they get a hold of you if they want to ask you more questions such as like blue ink on white paper? Where can they find you? Hmm. If they can even find you, if not, if not, you know, they probably have to travel to Miami and find you at six o'clock in the morning, sun gazing at the beach. So yeah, of course, I mean, of course, Instagram, like for sure, you know, follow at Matteo Gribbly. If you guys want to, you know, M-A-T-E-O-G-R-I-B-E-O-I. We're going to plug it in the show notes. Sure. Cool. Definitely at Matteo Gribbly. Um, yeah. Show me a message. I'll try to get back. Super open to reply and connect with all of you guys. Super cool. It's where to find me. Yes. Man. Love it. Matt. Super grateful. Gratitude level is really, really high. Since I, like when I woke up today, I was already, first thing I was grateful for was that we are about to get on an episode and interview Matthew Gribbley. And uh, man, how it came out, 
super amazing. I'm sure that many, many people are going to take a lot of value from this, taking a lot of notes from this. Blue ink on white paper. So it really, really gets the brain and um, the unconscious. And um, yeah, I would say at this point, again, thank you so much. People, if you want to reach him, reach out to him. Super open, down to earth, super humble. Um, Tim, I'm going to give the last words to you. You pretty much summed up everything that I wanted to say already. But Matt, thank you so, 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 so much for coming on this episode. We can't wait for... Uh, we can't wait for seeing you on another episode and uh, for everyone listening right now if you enjoyed this episode make sure to hit the subscribe button and start following us on itunes and spotify you know follow our journey on instagram as well at what the passion um, and we promise you to deliver more breathtaking life-changing um you know higher dimensional content for you guys on a weekly basis so with this being said matt thank you so much for your time have a beautiful rest of your day because I know you're five hours behind us. So it's 3 p.m. over here. You still have a pretty cool day ahead of you. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Peace.